and welcome to Leadership Bites with your host Guy Bloom, a leadership podcast, conversations, just me talking and occasional interviews. Check us out at livingbrave.com and when you enjoy the episode, subscribe and tell everyone. Hey Kev, how are you? Okay? I'm really good. Thank you very much, Guy. How are you doing? I'm good. And I know that you have a pigeon in the background, but I know you can't hear it because you've got your headphones on. <laughs> how do you know I've got headphones on? It's a well, podcast. Because you're a professional. <laughs> I have. And <laughs> do you know what they are? They are outcast headphones given to me by my 24-year-old son, and they are Dr. Dre Beats. I've never felt so blessed in terms of equipment. Boom. And he didn't even want them anymore. Yeah, I've got loads, Dad. Have these. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's the generation we live in, What's isn't that it? about? Throwing away tech that I got, I got a new f- mobile phone yesterday just because mine got dropped on the f- floor by my youngest and the screen cracked and it would cost more than the phone to put together. But I went down the path originally of I ordered a relatively cheap phone thinking, it, you know, I don't really need to spend the big bucks on one of these flagship devices. Sure. And it came and it was... 256 gig memory and eight mega RAM and a flip up camera and uh, all the specs were absolutely amazing. So I thought, and it's, it's a quarter of the price of one of these flagships. Of course, 24 hours later, I was sending it back mm. because yeah, granted it has got all the tech, but it's just not put together as well. And it wouldn't do, the, the, the picture wasn't very good, even though it said it had more megapixels than the flagship one. It's the old story of the tech might be there, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not very good. Yeah. But what's fascinating is I know because at 51, I grew up when mobile phones were introduced into the world, you could have shown me that phone when they first came out and I'd have thought it, I'd have thought it was voodoo. Yeah, it's space age. What's yeah. that? I know. And now this thing that is technically amazing is rubbish because I know what better looks like. Yeah. See what we get used to and how quickly. I know it's absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous that I was just I was so irritated by this thing that is fundamentally still awesome. And yeah, it completely did my head in. Yep. <laughs> but there we are. And, and that tech will be redundant in five years. Oh. Or less. Just, and and here's the other thing. The, the phone I have gone for, because I want to have a headphone jack, because I don't want to throw away my, my headphones, is newer than the one I had but older than the one that's now the new one out. <laughs> so it came with an automatic discount. And now I get to say at 51, the lad on the phone, because <laughs> the lad on the phone couldn't wrap his head around the fact that I didn't want the new one. I went, yeah, but it hasn't got a headphone jack. He went, yeah, but you use Bluetooth. Yeah, I, I know you're, you, you know what Bluetooth is. I went, yeah, I know what Bluetooth is. <laughs> was he looking at your date of birth on screen? I think he was and going, oh, I'm going to have to explain to this imbecile what Bluetooth is. And I, I was like, no, I know what it is, but I, I prefer to have wired headphones. And he went, why? I went, why? Well, because I can charge the phone and listen to the headphones at the same time. But if I've got Bluetooth ones and they need charging halfway through a call, how do I do that? And he went, well... Yeah, you haven't thought that one through, have you? <laughs> I wasn't quite that curt with him. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. point is, he couldn't wrap his head around it. I said, and it's a 256, and it's better than the one I had. You so, know, he's like, oh, So there's a coming right. together somewhere, because we grew up with, well, we didn't even grow up with them. We became accustomed to wired headphones, plug-in headphones, and he's mm. grown up with wireless headphones. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle, we meet. Yes, with him thinking, I'm old. Yeah, that's you're, where, you're that's, a dinosaur. That's where we met. <laughs> <laughs> So as tech savvy as I think I am, 
he was he was repulsed by my position. Yeah, but uh, I know. So listen, believe it or not, this is a companion podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's being edited out, right? No, I'm going to leave it in, mate. I always, <laughs> I always do. So this is for Clara Men, and this was an episode that landed a couple of weeks ago. Clara has got uh, – well, Clara came on the episode in the role of Global Head of Franchise Sales for Adidas. And uh, as she went through the episode, I mean, I, I knew this is where she was going, but she also announced that she was leaving Adidas and she was moving into a role working for herself as a coach and consultant. And actually, weirdly enough, I was speaking to her this morning. But uh, yeah, so it, and, it, and it got an enormous amount of traction, a huge amount of people listening to it. So it really did it really did go down well. So as we normally do on these uh, these episodes, we'll just have five or 10 minutes just on our thoughts now that that one's been out in the world for a little bit and just how it landed with us. So it might be good to start with just how, how it landed with you. Thanks, Guy. I have a favorite bit. I think it was about 35, 40 minutes. My favorite bit out of the whole podcast interview was listening to Clara describe how her role has taken her across the globe and when she was climbing the ranks, Korean culture told her that, Clara, we can't listen to you very peacefully because your voice is too strong. Your voice mm. is too direct. And then she advances her career and she ends up working in Germany, which is where Adidas HQ is, I think she mentioned. Mm. And the feedback from her German colleague was, Clara, why are you so quiet? We want to hear more of you, more of your opinion. You need to be more direct. And of course, the strength in Clara is... Well, make up your flipping mind. Am, am I too weak or am I too direct? It's the fact that she realizes that different people have different requirements from her, not only culturally, but locally as well. And she was willing to pay attention to that and do the work on herself to align to it. And, and, and that, that was really good listening to that piece. Hmm. She definitely is somebody that has a curiosity, I think about just the dynamics of how people are and how they work and what pro could probably have knocked lesser people back probably feeds into her wanting to understand. And there's a kind of strength in Clara, I think, that comes from as as smiling and as articulate and as humorous and as vivacious. That's a word for her I think I would use. She's just this absolute ball of energy. And yet there's this rod of metal i think that runs through her that is yeah don't don't confuse my pleasantness with the fact that i i'll stay the path so yeah when when she's told these things or she gets these knockbacks i think she definitely faces into them with a sense of genuine curiosity as to well why even why did i think that why did i let that why did i let that be but she she adapts and she she comes back and that really shines through I agree with you that there must be a rod of iron through her somewhere because I don't believe she could have climbed those giddy corporate heights without it. But I do appreciate her energy and that bubbliness that you describe. The amount of times that I heard her chuckle and if not a couple of giggles in that podcast interview was really, was really joyous to listen to. And her vocal dashboard is very wide ranging, very easy to listen to her because she's so energetic. And I absolutely get it around the uh, around the curiosity. I remember her making a point about always remember that nobody's getting out of bed and being deliberately weak. If they're not falling, if they're not coming up to the mark or coming up to the standard, that is their version of the best work that they can do. 
So try and find out as to why that's the best they can do and then align the skill set and the, and the coaching and the development right behind that. And I think that has to come from curiosity rather than the immediate judgment of that's not good enough. Yeah, and I think that's probably why she's moving into that space that she's moving into now, mm-hmm. which is that coaching and consultancy space. There's a, there's a genuineness about her, about understanding, A, she understands very strongly the commercial context that businesses operate in, and she also understands that human piece as well, which I think is, is hugely important. One of the things I liked about it as an episode was, and I don't know Adidas at all, and I'm just working under the assumption that because she's very senior in Adidas, Adidas makes space for personality. And I think one of the things that came through was there's somebody that's really achieved a very, very senior role in a very large organization that is a genuine global entity. And that dynamic of her personality, her character is very present. So I I didn't ask her on the episode, are you like this all the time? <laughs> Well, I probably should have done retrospectively, but having had some interactions with her before, and like I said, just having a little chat with her this morning, which actually forgetting that we were doing this podcast, but she just is like that. So I'm just going to work under the assumption that everybody knows her is saying when they're listening to this, yeah, she's like that all the time, which would would say culturally, there's a space, organizationally, there's a space for personality. And also she didn't fall into the trap of subduing herself and, and fulfilling the caricature of seniority. You know, my work would speak for itself. I'm full of integrity and, and this is who I am you know, and this is who I'm going to be. And, and I really got a sense of that giving other people permission for them to be who they need to be as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed her energy and, and your point about Adidas probably makes room for that. It's very encouraging because I think she spent quite a few years there now. Uh, mm, I, know, I, know, I know that she's about to exit, but I did I, I did get the sense that she is that much on all of the time. Like, mm. Clara, are, are you like this all of the time? Are you on this much? Yeah, I'll go 24-7. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's interesting. That she is the kind of person that I would like to do work with. Yeah. I imagine that I would be motivated or infused and energized is probably the word I was looking for there. I'd, I'd be energized by her presence. Yeah. I can definitely see that. So I'm sure there are moments where, you know, there's time to, you know, put the focus in and, and be very specific, but yeah, that, that general demeanor I think is, is hugely powerful. So yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. And so when, because of her energy, if we, we, if we could agree that everybody makes an impact into any room, that they walk into the only thing that's up for grabs is is your impact on the room positive or is it negative are you do you lift a room do you make it lighter and brighter or do you bring it down i, I can imagine that because clara's like that all of the time she raises and brightens every room she walks into i would think so i mean says the person that's not seen her in play but i imagine and i like to imagine so i'm going to give myself permission to do so that as you say you're a ripple in the pond right when you enter into it and I imagine that there are people that are deeply, A, socially, it's great to have her in in the space, but I imagine as well that there's a natural trust around what seems to be her transparency and what seems to be her willingness to talk very much in the moment about the experience that she's having, which again would lead me to believe that I would, in essence, feel as if I'm getting 
an honest conversation yes. with her, regardless of whether or not I was agreeing or, or, or liking it, yeah. which is what trust really is about. Now, I don't have to like it, but do I trust where it's coming from? And I think with that, with her, that seems to Absolutely, be very yes. present. And, and I, she strikes me as somebody that awards total and complete trust up front, and, and then you might break it and I'll retract some of it until you rebuild it as opposed to coming her, at her relationships from the end of, I don't trust you until you prove yourself to me, and then I'll let some of my trust out with you. I, mm. I think she's very trusting, and that makes her very trusted. Mm. I know, just as we kind of look at this, maybe even the, the end of this episode already, because, again, it's, it's a shorter episode when we do these ones, but I was thinking about how I would take that episode forward into my own coaching practice. And I think there's something about dependent on who I was coaching where they might be looking either because they're talent and they're not they're looking at the heady heights and go, who you know, how do I have to be at those senior levels and or I'm about to make a senior step or I'm mm. going to try to and just actually got somebody right now who who's got his eye on board position and you know, I think, you know, if I I go back 20 years, you'd I would have been talking about having to fulfill the criteria and having to fulfill the caricature of what is expected at that level. I would have had conversations around, I would have observed what they were wearing and made commentary on the suit or the watch or the shoes and gone, I've got to be honest with you, at that level, that doesn't cut it. You know, I, I think, and I, I would still be alert to these things dependent on their place and space, but we are in a different place and the whole COVID lockdown has changed the dynamic of attire and the relaxed nature of things, you know, kids running around in the background because look, we've all been at home now for X amount of months and that's just the yeah, way it is. Sure. And, and I think this episode is one where I could point at it and say, listen to the Clara Min episode, global head of franchise sales for Adidas and a senior role and listen to the personality, listen to the transparency, listen to the fun and the life. And it doesn't mean that you have to replicate that because I don't think she is replicable, you know, who, who is. But I think you can give yourself a permission to understand that's how far you can go. Perfect. It's a choice. Yeah. So you can be whoever you want to be. And I think she's indicative of that. And in this current climate, that that is an indicator that I think I can use people I can use for people and point at it and go, I think she's she's telling you, you can be at it whatever you want to be. I mean, you've got to be good at what you do, but and maybe some environments would, would not allow that. But if you are a Clara Min personality, then find somewhere that will let you be like that, right? Yeah, because she was very big on be the driver of your own vehicle. Mm. It really interestingly, she she talked about sorry, Clara, if you're listening, I don't mean she, please forgive me. When Clara talked about earlier on in her career, she attended a management development program. And part of that management development program asked everyone to map out their life vision and purpose for themselves. Mm. And she clearly took that very, very seriously indeed, because since then she's been holding every move of hers accountable to that vision that she drew up for herself on that early management development program. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that is, I do see a lifelong learning attitude with her Mm. and the conversations that we've had since and the, the one we're having this morning actually she was very curious around me she was you know where are you what are you doing what are you putting your energy into and i was just talking about doing the podcasts even and and learning how to get better at doing them and she's you know she found that really interesting yeah. and, and if not by the way clara thanks for pretending but you know she <laughs> i think she's curious about herself 
and she's curious about others. And I think she sees that as how can she enable herself, but how can she enable others? And I, I think that instinct for that, I think, is probably a, a why she's got to the she got to the role she did, and, and almost certainly why she'll be incredibly successful in in the role that she's about to devise and create for herself. Okay, well, listen, let's let's bring this to a close. We've managed to discuss iPhones and technology and Clara. Bluetooth and Clara, yeah. Yeah, all in in (laughs) one go. And uh, I'll uh, see and speak to you soon. Very good. Thank you, Guy. That's it. Subscribe so you keep updated on new episodes. Visit livingbrave.com if you want to connect with us and find out more. This has been Leadership Bites. See you soon.